everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. I'm your host, Kaylee Dickerson. I want to invite you to come have coffee with me and my friends. Join us as we catch up, open up, and have conversations for the soul. This week, we have my friend, Carrie Job with us. She's one of my favorite worship leaders on the planet. She's a Grammy-nominated artist, has won multiple Dove Awards. So, I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. Before we get to Carrie, this podcast is sponsored by Simplified. Simplified was founded by Emily Lay, who is a busy, overwhelmed mom looking for a tool to help her keep it all together. In a digital world where dings and buzzes were constantly controlling her attention each and every day, she made a decision to do life differently. Simplified's mission is to inspire and equip women with the tools they need to simplify their lives. Their cornerstone product, the Simplified Planner, has changed the lives of hundreds of thousands of women all around the world with its minimal and meaningful pages. I got my first one a few Christmases ago, and I have never looked back. There are no extra boxes to check or pages to fill out, so each day truly feels like a fresh start. Simplified believes that mess is better on paper than in your head. The Simplified Planner is the perfect place to get everything out of your head and onto paper so you can spend more time thinking about the things that actually matter. If you're not a paper person, Simplified has tons of other beautiful products that will help you simplify your life, such as notepads, baby books, art prints, journals, and so much more. To see everything Simplified has to offer and start living a simplified life today, head to emilylay.com and use my code Kaylee15 for 15% off your purchase at Simplified. Again, that's emilylay.com spelled E-M-I-L-Y ley.com and my code is kaylee15 now to carrie job today on coffee with kaylee we have my friend carrie job guys <laughs> you don't even know you have no idea what's about to happen to your life you're about to be we, so hashtag blessed i have so much wisdom yes you do i'm gonna pour out all <laughs> i'm just joking i have no idea what's about to happen you also have one of my favorite voices to listen to in every way your singing voice obviously mm. but even your speaking voice i'm like i could listen to you read lullabies oh, really? all day yes wow, i didn't know this about myself <laughs> It's so soothing. Great. Everyone's going to fall asleep. No, no, no. It's just so, I mean, it's anointed in every way. If I run into someone I've never met in like a store or something, they'll turn around and look at me and they're like, I knew it was you. I could tell by your voice. Oh. I'm like, I was just talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that is actually interesting. Not a lot of people's like singing voice necessarily sounds like they're talking voice. Right. It is weird when it doesn't though. You're like, whoa. Yeah. I, was you're not... like, that's, I wasn't expecting that. You're like, what just happened to me? <laughs> So you're friends with one of my very best friends. I was made of honor in her wedding. So I've been friends with Daniela. She was like my first Belmont friend. Oh, wow. Like my, well, my first like forever, forever friend. Like yeah. I was friends with my roommate, but yeah, she was the one who just kind of took me under her wing. Were y'all in classes does. together and things? Or y'all just we lived met? on the same floor. Cool. Yeah. And she was like FaceTiming with this guy she'd been talking to, but her audio wasn't working. And in true Kaylee fashion, <laughs> I sat you down to fix it. had all the wisdom. <laughs> I was just like the tech friend, you know, I was like, well, I know this how to fix computers. explains all this. Cause I've been so like, how are you doing this yeah. podcast? Yeah. Well, and to be a photographer, you really okay, have yes. to be kind of tech savvy. And I always loved computers and I don't know. Now yeah. I'm like, I quit hands up. Someone else can do this for me. <laughs> yeah. Have at it. But right. at the time, so I fixed her little computer and. And she was talking to this guy that they liked each other. I could tell. And so I started asking him, I'm on like one side of the computer. She's on the other. <laughs> and I was like, so are you guys like dating? And I could see her face be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my gosh, she's asking. And I could tell she wanted to know. And so I was like, so tell me about it. Are you guys like together? <laughs> I love she it. is freaking out. And he was like, I mean, um, we're really great friends and like we care so much about each other, but I'm moving to LA. She just moved to Nashville and I was like, well, that's the wrong direction, son. <laughs> and she <laughs> lost it. So we like, oh my hey, I ended up hanging up the computer and, and she's like, I cannot believe you just did that. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that's I how mean, we became best friends. That's one way to know. Just have have your friend your brave friend just ask the hard questions yeah yeah i was i was a wing woman before we were even friends <laughs> i was amazing. like i got your True back. friendship i got your back go. but i want you to share about worship and for those of you who don't know she has the voice of an actual angel actually mm. you don't know this story but i listened to your record like nonstop when russ and i broke up like it was mm. so healing for me 
in every way. There was nothing that brought peace into my room like that did. Wow. Like I can still remember like hitting play and just laying in my bed or like folding my laundry, feeling like anxious and being like, I just need to put it back on. And I've never got to thank you. So thank you. Thank you for everything you do. And, and I know that what you create doesn't just come out of thin air. It's not like one day you're at church and you're like, Mm -mm. here's this song sometimes. Yeah. That's how the blessing was, right? It was. Yeah. But there's a whole backstory to that that's crazy. Tell us everything. Tell us all the stories. Well, it's it's wild you're saying that was that for you in such a season of like just question and having to trust God beyond anything. Because I was going through that too while I was writing those songs so and when I recorded that because I wasn't married yet. And that whole two years in there was like a big breakup. Someone I thought I was going to marry and then the Lord just really was like, this isn't it and I need you to trust me and... And so I, I just was on such a journey. So I think those things get caught up in the sound of something, you know, and you carry, I I strongly believe that there's like an anointing or an authority to carry something that you've walked through. And then you, you know, you walk through something really hard, you come through it, Jesus talks to you and you just get this perspective and then you can share that with a friend and it just brings, you know, healing to them because you've walked through it. That's the beauty of friendship. So. Yeah, I, love it. I would love for you to explain because we have a whole spectrum of listeners, mm-hmm. Christians, non-Christians, people who are like on their face in worship, people who just stand with a hymnal and have never experienced just like falling on their face. So overcome by the presence of God. Yeah. What does that look like for you? Can you tell a difference when you're leading worship? Mm-hmm. How does it how does a room feel to you? How do you usher Ooh. that? Tell me all the things. Teach us your ways. Whoa. How do we worship like Carrie Jones? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoa, this is a loaded question. Um, so I I think that I'm a really simple-minded person. Um, and at a young age, I just fell in love with the presence of God. I've always been really sensitive. I could walk into a room or something and I just feel, I feel things. Like I have a discernment and... Uh, when I was young, I didn't know what that really, why I was feeling all these things, but I realized that, you know, God had created me to be just real sensitive. Like I'm just one of those sensitive Sally's, you know, (laughs) I'm just such a believer that the presence of God shifts a room and it's biblical that it shifts a room Mm -hmm. because he says he's enthroned on our praise, which, you know, if you've never heard that phrase or you've read that in the Bible, but you didn't really know what it meant to me, what that means for God to be enthroned on our praise is when we declare who he is, he makes himself known and he's honored by that. You know, when you like poured praises on me a second ago, like it made my heart be like, Oh, well, thanks. You know, like that's how God is, you know? And it's like, God, this is who you are to me. And it's such a supernatural exchange that happens with worship because it's biblical and it's scriptural, but it's very supernatural. And so to feel anxious or depressed or overwhelmed, you know, and to declare who God is, it always will, will bring a shift and it will always bring a change. And so to me, it's just a loaded question. And to sit here and think about, um, just so many different people that would listen to this. I just love that God just, he actually says to take him at his word. So if you don't know the Lord in this capacity and and experiencing his presence, not just singing a song for the sake of doing that on a Sunday morning, but, but turning on a song that would actually shift an atmosphere in your home, just try it out, yeah, you know, and see what happens. Like we're so sensitive. I was even just listening to Christmas songs on my way here. And there's ones that I'll skip because they feel sad yeah, or they feel depressing or they feel just, I'm just like, man, I don't like yeah. how this like, and it's like weird. It's like emotional roller coaster in my car, <laughs> but I just, I'm just so sensitive to that, you yeah. know? And, and I think that worship is just so powerful. I personally, same thing. Like I talked last week on my episode with Alex about how when I'm sad or anxious or depressed feeling, I will be like, I need this to lift. I need this to lift. Mm -hmm. And I, the Mm -hmm. only thing that does it, and it says a garment of praise lifts a spirit of heaviness. That's right. When I just put it on in my house and just sing along, Mm -hmm. but you're right. There are songs that take you there Mm -hmm. that help usher you. And that, that's what I love about your music, your husband's music. Thank you. You're so I just want to honor y'all like you are worshipers. I said this actually for the preview for you. I was like, she's a worshiper on and off the stage. And 
I've seen you in friendship and I've seen you on stage and I've seen you in friendship with others and you're so consistent and there is no, well, I'm going to put on this front to worship for church or I'm going to put on this front. It's like just who you are. Mm. And I love that. It's so refreshing for people who've been in the church for a long time. Yeah. And it's the only thing that lifts heaviness for me. Mm-hmm. And if y'all are listening and you're like, well, what, what do I listen to? I just remember I made a worship playlist on my Spotify. It's mostly you and your husband. Be yeah, it's our amazing. church, which is also you, yeah. um, you, your husband, <laughs> Hope. And I think that's about it. Perfect. Um, the blessing, that's obviously. Sweet. Yeah. But I, I'm not a person who like has a Spotify I, that like does this. I don't, I think it's the only playlist that I have on there. That's you amazing. might see like my, my family Christmas playlist on there too. You might see some personal stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I you just found out yesterday worship. you can see people's playlists. Yeah. I did a, not know that's that. That's a thing. So I'm, be careful. Everyone's probably like, Carrie, get with it. Like, <laughs> like well, I don't know. I didn't know. Well, Cody runs all of our... <laughs> everything's on his account so yeah. i'm just like i don't know I you're just, like just go for it i just like type in what i want and it shows up yeah exactly <laughs> i i do not utilize like all those streaming things me like neither. i should oh me neither but i'm such a creature of habit we were we were on a podcast recently and they were like so what do you what like music do you listen to in the car and i was like none or <laughs> worship mm-hmm. i'm the same because i get so like critical because it is our life right that i'm like i like the song i don't like that song right why did this person record this song and not that song and oh i guess same so oh, yeah which that has to be hard in christian music because mm-hmm. it's it's worship but it's also industry mm-hmm. and a career mm-hmm. yeah if i'm gonna just have like some downtime i'm super selective what i'll listen to because otherwise sometimes it just feels like work Cause I'm, I'm thinking about, Oh, this about their, their lives. And Oh, I know what they were going through when they wrote that. And it's yeah. just like kind of exhausting. Yes. I'm I listen you. to a lot of piano music. That's just like Russ's like, mom. She really, does that. Yeah. I just, I'm like, Oh, I can listen to strings and piano all day yeah. and just like, okay, I'm good. You get in her car. It's like a sonata <laughs> and you're just, it's just like, you're like, wow. Okay. Here's Mozart. It calms Beautiful. her, yeah. calms her brain. Cause she does music Same. too. She writes yeah. kids music and it's just so interesting how yeah. when music and worship is your life. Yeah. And if I'm just like wanting to turn all of it off, I just turn on pop music and just yeah, exactly. laugh and smile and have a good time. You're like, what's the Biebs up to today? You know? No. For real. For real. It's, I'm so thankful that yeah, I he can found Jesus. To him. It's really sweet. I know I it know. is. I know. I follow him and his cute wife. Yeah. It's really precious. They're so precious. Well, I also want to tell you a story okay. that you I've never told you. Oh man. Well, I walked down the aisle to your song. What? Do you know this? No. Have I ever told you this? <gasps> I cannot believe that. Okay. I walked down tell the aisle to Love Came Down. Oh my goodness. And it was the most magical thing because I had obviously you'd been a part of well my breakup with Russell and that being so healing in your music and wow. and I remember in my breakup before Russell few breakups here mm-hmm. that one I remember being like am I going to walk down the aisle wondering am I doing the right thing mm-hmm. I just knew it there was something in me that was like I'm going to be the night before my wedding I those don't think this is right feelings I remember some of those and I'm like I don't know I don't this know and right. finally one day I think it was um is it Derek Webb who has the run down the aisle song? There's a song that says, put you on like a wedding dress and I run down the aisle. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to run down the aisle. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm not doing it until I do. Wow. And thank God, yeah. because yeah. there's Russell. But it's a funny so story good. because our friend Cheryl Stark was singing the song and she has yeah. a fabulous voice. Amazing. Too bad we weren't friends then, though, because I, I obviously had you. <laughs> but um, I'm about to walk down the aisle. I have this big, long veil on my dad is obsessed with. Like, he thought I was like Ave Maria or something. Like, he was like wrapping it around my shoulders. Wow. <laughs> it was intense. I'm like, Dad, I just, and I'm a, in most father-daughter moments before they walk down the aisle are like i just love you you'll yeah. always be my daughter right whatever that was not us oh no i was like dad dad the music dad dad oh, oh no he was <laughs> and my brothers were the ones opening the doors and they were like we're not going anywhere no one's going anywhere until you go somewhere i was like i know but the cue is coming the music it's is about cute. to be this moment <gasps> Oh, and no. anyway, 
Okay, we made it. We made it, but it was not this magical moment <laughs> that it was supposed to be. But I did. I'll never forget. It's like love came down and rescued me, and I am like locked eyes. Oh my gosh! There's Russell. He's crying. I'm just like beaming. I'm like I, I can still like picture every bit of it. And if you're getting married or someday want to be married, mm. I hope you remember this tidbit. When you walk down the aisle, do not look left or right. It's good. Yeah. Just look at your person. At your groom. Because I will never forget that. I'll never, yeah. I have no regrets about that. I wasn't like checking out which aunts and uncles were there. Like, right. I did not care. I love them so much. But that day, yeah. and I was like, this is a representation of us and the Lord. Like when That's I get right. to meet him face to face, I am going to walk mm. and lock eyes. I'm not going to be like, gee, I wonder who made it. Mm. That's I'm going to so be good. like, this is the one my soul has loved my whole life. <gasps> you know? Wow. I want to get married all over again. <laughs> We can, I, we talked about this the other day. I was like, we should just renew our vows all the time. Hey, I have some friends that did it on their 10 year and it was just so fun. Yes. I'm like, I would love that. I'm like, Vegas? Also, let's do it with Elvis. <gasps> Why, not? Why not? My Enneagram like, seven so husband was fun. Love he would that. be like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> worth it for the pictures. Next time we're in Europe, find some, find oh. some priest somewhere. Be like, hey, so do you want to renew our vows? Cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, you're just at the Eiffel Tower, and you're like, yep. I sang at a wedding one time in Napa, and it was a priest that had to marry them because it was like a part of the, like, if you got married at this vineyard, you had to use this guy. And I was on the thing, and he had my name written down as Carol Jones. <laughs> so he's like, Carol Jones will now sing You Are Stop For it. Me. Stop and I was like, oh, no. I cannot. It's not my name. I go, actually, it's this was at the rehearsal. I was like, it's actually Carrie Job. And he goes, oh, is that what you go by? I was like, oh, well, no, sir, that's my, that's what, that's my given this, name. <laughs> it's not Carol. That's what I go by. That's Jones. what everyone calls me. That is what my parents named me. <laughs> so funny. It's like, no, sir, sorry, sir. Like, you know, as a priest, you're like, oh, I'm having to correct a priest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this really got me. I, <laughs> Carol or Karen? Carol. Carol. Carol Jones. Carol. <laughs> should be my. I'm changing you in my phone. Should be my alias. Carol. Yes, it should. It, uh, some of my friends at, in Dallas they still call me Carol because of that. Carol Jones. It was great. Oh my god. It's my only time I ever had to correct a priest. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Even if they're wrong about some doctrine, I would just be like, "Yep, sure, whatever you sure. say." Okay, but I guess at this Carol wedding, Jones. I'll be Carol Jones. <laughs> And the people obviously knew you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Were they I mean, dying? It was just all the people in the wedding. Everyone was laughing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is funny. Well, <laughs> I can't. Sorry. No, I love it. Carol Jones here. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things here with Carol Carrie Jones. Job, hashtag Carol, Carol jo Jones. Carol Jones. <laughs> well, we were talking before we started recording about Advent because yeah. we're in the season of Advent. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever... I don't know if I've just rushed through the holidays or the last few years have been so crazy touring that yeah. I haven't really fully paused to be like, what is Advent? And right. like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And this is the first time I actually have two different studies, mm -hmm. which is not the call because I'm failing at both of them. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind too. I'm behind. <laughs> I'm on, it's December it's what? It's mom life. Okay. It's it mom is. life. It's December 8th. I'm on December 5th. That's so. how I am with my uh, read the Bible in a year. I like open it up and I'm like three months behind. Yeah. I'm like, how many years has this one Bible in a year taken? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, at least I'm reading it, yes, right? Exactly. <laughs> Taking a quick break from our convo to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Crew. One of my favorite things to do in the morning is to start my day with my Bible. I love to sit and sip my coffee while I fill my spiritual cup while drinking my coffee cup. I can't imagine not having my Bible. Sometimes I forget how many people around the world don't have access to the Bible. There are people who can't afford one, people who aren't allowed to have them, and that is why I'm so thrilled to partner with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations with over 25,000 missionaries in almost every country. All around the world, people are receiving Bibles from Crew in their own native language and learning the hope that Jesus has to offer. Crew needs our help in their mission to share the good news of the gospel around the globe. For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. Once you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, as a thank you, Crew will provide meals to five hungry families through their humanitarian aid ministry. Simply text COFFEE to 71326 to help today. Imagine how much this gift could change a person's life. So text COFFEE to 71326, that's C-O-F-F-E-E, -E, to 71326 to help now or 
visit give.crew.org slash coffee with Kaylee. Message and data rates may apply. So, so you're talking about your Advent that you're doing. Explain yeah. to us what Advent is. Well, I'm really new to it as well. I think just being a new mom and I'm just like really, we're slowing way down. And so I've just been like really into Advent stuff and liturgies, like yes. the liturgies, every moment, holy. Oh, it's I need to buy this. It's so good. Okay. But I just bought a book, an Advent book for Christmas, and it's Daryl Johnson, who has such a beautiful revelation of Jesus and just, oh man, just heaven. And so he just writes from such a beautiful place. So I'm excited to dive into that one. It's called The Most Beautiful Time of All Years. Yes. And it just... I mean, just that alone, I'm, I'm excited. To Is it in. like specific to this year or could you buy it? Like, could I do this next year? Or you can do it anytime. anytime. I think it's a, an older okay. book of his. Okay. I found it the other day. I really like the, I'm doing the She Reads Truth one. Oh, yeah. They send us stuff, which I love them. That's cool. They do a he and she. Oh. So like Russell gets one, I get one. That's they're the same. Cool. So then you can talk about it. Yeah, I like that. Super fun. That's cool. And then uh, The Well-Watered Woman. It's the mm. other one I'm doing. It's new. A friend nice. of mine, um, it's her sister-in-law yeah. who does it. And I started, oh, it's definitely more study-like. Right. It's like, open your Bible to Hebrews 1 cool. and read what is, and write out what the first verse is, which for me, in my ADD-ness, especially with a child, it's good for me to be like, oh, I actually have to absorb this. Right. I'm not just going to read this to check it off my list because right. I can be so bad about that. Right. Same. And so it's, it asks more critical questions. And yeah. so I'm really enjoying both of them. I like I'm that. behind in both of them. It's all right. <laughs> but I'm loving it's it. For us. Yeah. It's, so if you don't know what Advent is, is it talks about the anticipation of the coming savior and there's two different Advents Yeah, and it's the coming of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We are still waiting the second it's the coming of him again, which is what we're waiting now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to talk about that? I'm sure I haven't talked about that. Well, here. that's another book that Cody and I are reading. It's not an Advent book, but it's a book, Discipleship on the Edge. And it's a kind of more of a commentary novel thing, uh-huh. which is pretty cool. It's like a mix of both by Daryl Johnson again, which is why I got his Advent got it. book. But um, it's all about the book of Revelation and how we are waiting for the return of Jesus, which yeah. is, you know, the bride of Christ. We, we are likened to the bride of Christ and he's coming back for the bride. And so I just think anything that reminds us of that and helps us keep that at the forefront of our minds and our hearts as we do life, just remembering that the stresses and the things we experience and the current, you know, hard stuff we're experiencing in culture and all that yeah. right now, it pales in comparison to what the the heart of the father is for us which is to ready our hearts and to to just be lovers of Jesus and to he keeps it so simple which i was saying earlier i'm really simple minded i just love to be able to go back to scripture and go back to what Jesus says and he just says he's waiting to come back for a pure and spotless bride and i want to i want to be that i want to yeah. walk through p- with purity i want to live my life in a in a way that i'm not consumed by news and even social media as fun as it can be but just to be sure that i'm also quieting my heart to hear the voice of god in my life and and to be a true worshiper of jesus yeah speaking of all these books have you read john eldridge take back your life no but thank you i want to john eldridge you're gonna link this i'm gonna link this okay i just started it at the beach and we were there for a couple of days and our friends had it on the coffee table yeah. and I love him. He has Amazing. a bunch of, he has, has his own podcast too, but I've heard him a couple of times on Annie's. Okay. Very worth listening to. Okay. Awesome. Um, and he started this. There's also a free app called the one minute pause. Amazing. And it is incredible. It's just as simple as like you open it and it's, he makes you take a deep breath. As I take all a that, deep yeah. breath. Like, and oh. like, and he says, now say, Jesus, I give you everything and everyone. That's good. And that's literally as simple as it is. And then you kind of graduate into a three minute pause and a five and just how our bodies were not equipped to carry at the pace that we're at with right. all these screens and everything demanding our attention yes. and the news. We weren't meant to know the no. tragedy across the world. We weren't in such great detail. Right. And he, he even says how that trauma, global trauma yep. is traumatic to us. Yep. 
even if it doesn't didn't happen directly to us, reading about it, seeing images of it yeah. puts us through trauma also. Yes. And how our souls are just weary. And, and he was like, it felt like I was like jumping in a puddle when I wanted like a shallow puddle when I wanted to just like gulp in the depths of God. And I wasn't able to. So good. It's so timely to hear that. So we just finished another book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yes. Similar. Yes. They're very similar. And it's life changing. Like I have really quieted just as much as I can, not reading so much about other people's lives, but just like being present with my boys and not letting it all stress me out as much and just trusting God. And it's been a beautiful month since I read that book. So I want to read that one too. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. He, and his voice is really soothing too. So Russ got the audiobook. Yeah. And that's my new favorite thing to do at the Mm -hmm. beach is audiobook because otherwise you're sitting there staring at paper and it's, it's kind of hard to read. It's hard to read. And you're, like you can stare at paper in a coffee shop in your own yeah. house. I was yeah. like, I want to stare at those waves. Yes. And listen, you know? Yes. It was 100%. so, it was straight up therapy, free therapy. <sighs> Amazing. Free. We listened to the ruthless elimination of hurry on our drive to and from Yosemite on a trip recently. Oh, were y'all driving? It was amazing. Or did you take the bus? Well, like we had to drive from where we stayed every day and okay. so we stayed an hour outside of Yosemite and so we would just drive through the mountains to get there and listen to it and I was like this is my new favorite thing yeah instead of just random music or you know just listening to something that like is yeah. encouraging my soul and so actually something I, I admire about our church and how worship is led which you do mm-hmm. is there isn't speaking of hurry there isn't a hurry to it right it's true there's a, there isn't a like, well, we have three songs and then we're getting into the mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Will you touch on that? What that's like as a worship leader and like what actually you're doing? What's the in- intentionality behind that? Of, of giving space yeah. in worship. Yeah. yeah. And the importance of, right? Like what yeah. if there's a worship leader listening to this and they're, they're yeah. like, we want to create a culture that's like that. Yeah. Like, what would you say? It's beautiful to be able to just give people space in a room. As a worship leader, when I'm led, I want the space to just be able to pause and take a breath and not be thrown a bunch of songs all like real fast. And then like, we're done. And I'm like, wait, I didn't even have time to like pray. Yeah, <laughs> You know, it was like so quick moving. And so I think the heart behind our worship at church is just creating space for people to meet with Jesus. And, um, there is a time frame we have to stay, you know, kind of a marker cause we can't go like two hours, right. you know, Hey, sometimes, we sometimes could. it does. <laughs> and if it does there, they'll go with it. Yeah. If, if there's 30 minutes, I'll do only three songs so that there's space in there to just be and not Mm -hmm. overseeing and not not like constantly fill up every moment of space with my own voice you know I'm like that's annoying no it's not (laughs) as a a participant (laughs) and it's so is not (laughs) but but I love to just like let people have a moment too and um yeah I think it's just giving people that that space to hear from God. He's the best worship leader. You know, yeah, the Holy Spirit right. is the best worship leader. So just allowing the Lord to do what he wants to do and just being sensitive to it. Yeah. I love and, that our church allows us to do that. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. And actually recently we haven't touched on this yet. Actually, I haven't touched on this at all on the podcast because I pre-record a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of this season, Daniela lost her dad. Right. Um, same friend, same mm-hmm. girl that keeps coming up. And you and Cody led worship at that funeral. And it was like the most incredible. I was in awe of y'all because you were close to him too. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that like Alex, who did the podcast last week, she came over to our house the day he passed. And we talked about how it's just a veil. Mm. Right. Between us. Yeah. Between us and heaven and watching you lead in that space as we were like all hurting, but also knowing you knew the veil was thin. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. to like go through something like that and feel like you weren't just ushering in the presence of God. It says that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses Mm -hmm. cheering us on. Mm -hmm. And like, I just had these moments where I was like, Bob is cheering us on and he's watching and he's right. It was just so wild to experience like 
Yeah. It's the first time in a long time I've lost someone close, like that close. Yeah. You know? And yeah, just, yeah. I always think about when someone's passed and you're doing worship and you're just so mindful of heaven. I'm always like, wow, what is heaven like when we're worshiping from earth? Yeah. What happens? Like, is, does something shift and God's like, wait, wait, you know, or like, yeah. All right. Today we're all going to be like, we're going to be enthroned over here today. Yeah. Like how does it work? You know, you just wonder because you feel the presence of God, you know, and it's so palpable and it just feels like tangible Mm -hmm. and holy. And that was one of the strongest like presence of God at a funeral I've ever felt. Oh, same. Taking one more quick break to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors, ButcherBox. When it comes to the meat at the centerpiece of your holiday meals, quality matters. And when you invest in high-quality meat from ButcherBox, the benefits go way beyond a great-tasting meal. ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat right to your door at an unbeatable price. What is not to love about that? No more having to search for the best, free-range, organic, grass-fed, all of the things at the grocery store. ButcherBox sources from partners with the highest standards of quality, always delivering products that you can trust. As a wife and mom, I'm conscious of making better choices when it comes to feeding my family. With no antibiotics or added hormones, I know I'm feeding my family the best grade of meat with ButcherBox. We love cooking as a family. And last week, we made their top sirloin steaks for dinner, and it was incredible. We paired it with the perfect glass of red wine, and I felt like we were eating at a five-star restaurant. I am not kidding you. You know us, though. We love staying at home to eat. I really love that ButcherBox offers both specially curated and custom boxes of high-quality meats. Whether you choose to customize your own box or choose one of theirs, you can't go wrong. You'll get exactly what you want shipped for free right to your home. This holiday, ButcherBox is giving new members one pack of bacon for free in every box. Every one that you order from here on out, plus $20 off each box for the first five months of your membership. That is free bacon for life and up to $100 off. That is incredible. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash CWK. That's butcherbox.com slash CWK. Now back to Carrie. I think as I sit here, I'm just thinking about, you know, I don't know who will listen and I just don't know. I don't know your people like you know your people. But I just love that no matter where you find your heart or where you find your story or where you find yourself in the middle of life, that Jesus is just really faithful, Yeah, you know, and to walk through loss or to walk through heartache or to walk through questions you have. I couldn't imagine all the things that I've walked through not being able to call upon the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I just... I just want to encourage you today, wherever you are, if you're driving or if you're sitting on the beach or I wish I was sitting on the beach yeah, say. <laughs> uh, together, you know, maybe you stumbled on this because you're intrigued or whatever it is. Um, I just encourage you to just take a step towards him because he's a faithful God and he'll meet you and you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to even uh, know what to ask him. He'll just meet you. He's a pursuing God. He's a good God. He's a, he's just faithful. Yeah. And he's sovereign. So just give him a chance to love you the way that he, he wants to and the way that he's, his heart intends to, and he can heal trauma. He can heal your questions. He can heal church disappointment and parental, yeah, you know, disappointment, whatever it is. So that's what I keep thinking about over here in my little cute oh, chair. Yeah. You had little tears in your eyes too, I as know, you were saying it. You just, really mean that. I really do. It was sweet. I do mean that. I was just, while I was at the beach, actually, that's what reminded me of it. I was walking and I had Remington's hand and Russ wasn't there. He was playing some radio show somewhere. He was meeting right. us the next day. And I just was walking along the beach and after everything this fall, you know, like losing Daniela's dad and I also lost an aunt and an uncle all within the same month. My goodness. It was just a lot. It was a lot of grief. It was a lot to walk through. And I don't always post about these things, right? So like, it's not like everyone knows. And I just was walking and I was holding my son's hand, walking towards the actual son, the Mm S-U-N. But in those moments, it feels like the S-O-N, right? Like it Mm -hmm. feels like you're walking towards Jesus Mm -hmm. when you just walk towards the sun in a sunset. There's just like on the beach, like nothing makes me feel closer to God Mm -hmm. than that space. And I was just holding his little hand, which was just too much for my heart to handle. And as I was walking back, I could just see our little footprints next to each other. And I was like, man, like these are our lives. Like I get to walk with you Mm 
until you grow up and our footprints get to be like right beside each other. And they're bigger than yours. And someday they'll be bigger than mine. I know. And then all of a sudden this wave just came and just washed them. And immediately like the Lord was like, your life is but a vapor. Mm. And he was like, be faithful. And I was like, okay. Beautiful. And it was just such a great reminder after walking through. And it probably was because we've just walked through a lot of grief. You, you see how temporary your life is. You see how soon you'll be on the other side of the veil. And, and I was like, in that moment, I just didn't care about all the things I, I have cared about. There was no comparison. There was no coveting. There was no, I wish my footprints looked like those footprints. There was no, none of that. I wanted my footprints Right. right where they were right with who I was with. Right. You know, and yes, I wish Russell's would have been there too, because that would have been even prettier, but (laughs) you know, an even better picture, but it just was such a great reminder that our lives are a vapor. And if we don't pursue what's eternal, that's all it is. Right. Yeah. You know, and it just, and none of this goes with us. None of it. So it's like, oh man, I want to just simplify and just make sure I'm enjoying every moment. Right. And yeah. Like even on the way you said, when you walked in the door, you're like, I've been running behind today because. Kingston was like, will you play trains with me? Yeah. I needed to go get ready <laughs> and I'm making coffee and, and he's like, mommy, I play trains with me. I can't. And I was like, yes, yes, I will. Even if I have dirty hair today, yes, <laughs> I will. Me too. We're dirty hair club. <laughs> well, over <here>. I will. <laughs> well, my house is a disaster because my husband's gone and they can't clean with a toddler around. There's no, first of all, there's no point. No, there's no point. There's no point. <laughs> and I was like, well, Carrie's getting the real deal today. She's coming in. She's I'm like, just, I felt right at home. <laughs> I'm so glad. I left my I at least got the eggs off like the floor. Um, but other than that. Mine are probably still on the floor. Okay. <laughs> I've never wanted a dog more than when I feed my toddler in a high chair. I feel like our lives are way too similar. I was looking at dogs the other night. And I kept sending Cody But don't you feel pictures. like it'd be impossible to keep up with with our lives? Oh, and I would be so stressed out if it came in muddy. I'm like, oh, I don't need another no. muddy human well being human person thing (laughs) (laughs) footprints yes okay okay that just that just sealed it for me because to me i was like he will help keep our house cleaner which is not the truth there would be hair daniella couldn't come over anymore she's allergic oh that's so true no we gotta gotta take care of our girl you know that's we can't get a dog nope you're right okay done done great great (laughs) our husband's actually russ is the one who wants one does cody want one Meh, yes and no. Yeah. We're both like, we, do we really want another like child? Yeah, right another now? thing to take care uh-huh. of. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I need to tell the story, like the backstory on the blessing. Please do. Um, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I, so, you know, songs, when you write songs, some of them, you know, can happen quickly, but there's most always some crazy life thing that's gone on to, you know, kind of get that song like pent up or locked up inside as a worshiper. And so when we, when it came time to write that song, the the whole year prior was absolutely crazy. So, uh, it was a year before it, it was 2019 and my Kingston, he's two and a half now, he had just been born and I was dealing with pretty pretty bad postpartum. Was like, I don't know. That. I didn't know that. I never really talked about it. Cause I just, I, I don't think I realized at the time that's what it was. I think I just thought I just had, I was just down or like my hormones were off or something, but it was legit. And you're like, well, I'm tired. That's, I feel like a yeah. lot of people, that's their story. Yeah. And like, you know, this is pretty intense, but my sister lost a baby like right before she had James Ivy, my little niece that lives in heaven. Oh, and so there were a few years in there that I just dealt with pretty intense fear of something bad happening to my boys and to, to just like have to combat that in my mind. And like you, like I'd put on worship music, I would do things to try to help, but I was just dealing with some pretty intense, like postpartum with Kingston. There was one day there's a lake around here where Kaylee lives called Radnor Lake. And I lived over close by it at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out and go for a walk. Kingston was six weeks old and I was a new mom of two. And it was just a, a new thing to navigate. And I had a friend with me, thank God. But we went for a walk and long story short, the stroller got away from me. Oh, no. And and it fell. I cannot believe I. I don't know this story. Told you the story. It fell off an eight foot embankment with him in it, mm-hmm. and 
and toppled over into the lake. And I had to jump in and save my child's life. And to this day, I have no idea how I did it. I think God just literally, it was a miracle. I was able to get the stroller. I broke the the seat off the stroller base, which is absolutely nuts. Yeah. I was, he was breathing immediately. So I knew he was okay. He was just crying because it was very cold. It was February. And so I get him out of the water. I'm like, um, we get home, we get situated. And my friend was like, just go take some time. You just go. And I, I just got into my closet and I was crying my eyes out and I find, I, I just decided I feel like this is such a long story. No, but, I'll please tell every detail of okay. this. Well, it just, there's, I feel like the point at the end is really sweet, but I, I had to resolve in my heart. Was I going to let my own mind and fear and anxiety rule? Or was I going to take God at his word and believe the promises of God over myself and over my family and just trust God no matter what. And I decided in my closet that day, I was like, that's enough. I, I resolved, I just started like crying out to the Lord and I was like, God, I need you to set me free from this intense depression and anxiety and fear. And I just declare, I trust you. I trust you. You gave me these babies and I'm not, they're not mine. They're yours. And so I'm not going to live in fear of something bad happening. I'm going to trust you that it's, you know, you're going to provide protection. And I just started declaring the truth of the word of God over my family. I took authority over fear and anxiety and depression and torment. It was just like this tormenting fear and it shifted that day. And there were nights I'd have to get up in the middle of the night and do it again. And I would do it again. And I left worship music playing nonstop in my house at that time, just so that if I did get up in the night, just panicky, remembering the traumatic experience, I just would go in the living room, there was worship going, and I just would do it again. And I I was getting the word out, and I just would declare promises of the word of God. And I just was like, I'm going to just say these out loud, not quietly. What are some of them? I want you to rattle them. Well, they're in the blessing, Yeah, which is wild. So like, (laughs) you know, you go before us, you're with us, you go behind us. Your plans for us are to prosper us and not to harm us in Jeremiah 29. You know, you set a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Like I just would declare and declare and declare. And it got pent up inside of me. And I think once it came time to write the blessing, when I kick in, if you, if you've seen the video on YouTube of the original, you can see that like mama bear thing come out because I was having to do that for a while. And I feel emotional now just saying like, I couldn't do it quietly. It wasn't these quiet, timid prayers. It was this mama bear. Even if you're not a mom, like just getting loud and fervent and just declaring the word of God and declaring promises. And I began to believe it and you can see it once I kick into that on the blessing. And so what you walk through, you have authority and you have a a sweet just authority to share that with your friends and to share that with other people and even hearing yourself say it out loud brings healing to your life it does you feel a shift and Mm -hmm. i'm so glad you're saying this because it's so funny lately i've been going through that but i like didn't deal with postpartum depression Mm -hmm. immediately after i'm like i thought about i haven't googled but i'm like can it hit a year and something later like i like wake up panicked Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, oh, there was a stuffed animal in there that had a beady eye that he could pop out and choke on. Like, right. out, out of nowhere. Right. Like, and I, like, cold it's sweat. Just torment. Yeah. And I just, and lately, and I just couldn't sleep. And Russ was like, the other day, it's so funny you're saying all this because I need to do everything you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, you can know the right thing to do. I know. And yeah. then, but you're like, man, I just don't want to get out of my bed and do it. I know. I'm like, and I'll lay there and be like, it'll I can go back to sleep. It'll and be I fine. was doing that. I was like, it was almost like this record broken record. Yeah. Till finally I was like, that's enough. Enough is enough. And Russ, he's the one who said it. He goes, babe, you cannot accept this for your life. Right. Cause it kept happening and I'd be up two to five, one to four, Yeah. you know, just awake. And well, and you know, you're, we were talking about Alex Seeley earlier. She was huge in helping me. She's like, you have to resolve in your heart what you believe about the nature of God. Mm. And no one else can resolve that for you. And those early morning hours that that's happening are the times that you can take authority over this and see it shift. Because if we decide, you know what, God, 
I trust you no matter right. what. Like just seeing him come in and the the beauty of his presence in this season of losing Bob. Right. And you just see him show up with grace like you've never experienced. And it's like I've resolved I've had to resolve if something were to happen that I would never, ever, ever want to happen. I know God's gonna meet me there. Yeah. And I just I decided I'm just not gonna live in fear of the what ifs. Yeah. Because my husband was like, What if you get to the end of your life and everything you were fearful about never ever happened? And I was like, because you were stealing from your own life. Yeah, it's so true. Preach it, Cody. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, good. this is so good. This is, I needed to hear this. And like, I just love that this song, which I'm going to include a clip of it. If y'all have never heard this song, maybe the moment where you yeah. go into mama bear mode. But you also led this song at the graveside, you yeah. and Cody yeah, at Bob's funeral. And I mean, I just remember like sitting there thinking, I'm like, Bob would be so honored and thrilled that y'all were singing that over him. And like the generations that he's leaving behind are warriors for the kingdom. Right. 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 But it is hard to be like, you know what, no matter what, because we've seen hard things. Right. Like we've seen our friend lose both her parents. We've seen, I've seen friends have so many miscarriages. It's like, it's so painful to watch, you know, and I'm like. I've seen kids die when they shouldn't, you know, and it's hard to be like, even if that happens to me, Mm -hmm. I will still say you are good. That's right. And I will still worship you. And, and I have that resolve in my heart, right? Like my worst fear losing Russell or Remington. Same. Yeah. And it's like, even still, I will say you are good. That's right. And who knows until you walk the walk, but in my heart of hearts, I would hope Mm-hmm. That that would be my reaction, my reflex. Well, and knowing Jesus as a friend, as a savior, the Holy Spirit as our comforter, and you're doing life with him, you just, you you have an inner resolve knowing he's going to meet you there. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yes, exactly. And just not living in fear. And I wrote another song from that season. Also, it's called Your Nature. Yeah. Which you should, I love that you could song. Link that I love one that too. song. <gasps> Wait. There was one, the, the, um, is this the, oh, barren woman song? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I told this story last week with Alex Seeley is, um, so for those of you listening, that story I shared about when God, I had just gone through my chemical pregnancy. Yeah. I, as you were sitting here, I was like, I, I feel like there was, you were leading worship the day I went through this experience and I have a note of it. And I, I, as you were talking, I was like, I should look this up. Because I was, I'd just gone through a chemical pregnancy. You led that song at church that day. Wow. And I, the the Lord was just like, you need to choose to worship me. Was this a few weeks ago? No, 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 no. Months ago? No, this was before I was pregnant with Remington. This is like, this is a while ago. Okay. And, um. Then it's when I first wrote it. It was when you first wrote it. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever heard this song. Wow. And in that moment, he was like, I know you're sad. I'm sad too. Right. I need you to choose to worship me even in the midst yes. of your sorrow. Yes. And I was like, okay, I will. Yes. Speaking of being like, you know, choosing and hoping that you would say you're still good even when things aren't. And, right. And you sang that song. And I'll include a clip of that also. Yeah. Um, be great. But it says, sing out, O barren woman. And I wasn't barren, but I didn't know I wasn't. Yeah. You know, it only took us nine months. So that's like a very normal amount of time, but I didn't know that that was normal. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't gone in to know if there was that first year, Mm -hmm. they don't ask you to get tests. So you're sitting there being like, is something wrong? Right. Yeah. Turns out there wasn't, but I didn't know that. And so in the back of your head, you're like, am I right? That day I sang that song out with everything in me. Like I was weeping, Carrie. I was like, I'll cry thinking about it. And then Alex got up on stage and she, and this is duplicate story for you guys, but not for Carrie. (laughs) Alex got on stage and was like, God just told me that there are people here that are choosing to worship. Mm. And then she looks over to the side, sees me and Russ says hi to us Mm. in her accent. I did, I did it last (laughs) week. I'll do it again. Just for you guys. She's like, Russ and Kylie. Hi guys. You know, (laughs) that's good. That's pretty good. Right. (laughs) That was really good. Um, And then she goes straight back into her story. And she was like, when I was barren, God told me to choose to worship him. And I chose to worship him and goes into this whole thing. And I mean, I was so, I got healed that day of like my fear of another 
chemical yeah. pregnancy or miscarriage or and all that stuff. It just like lifted yeah, Beautiful. and shifted. And I, I got pregnant, I think two weeks later with Remington. Oh my word. And I was like, I received that. Like I will not be barren. I will. I mean, I went so good in, in worship yep. to that song that you see, there you go. There's wow. an authority. Wow. It just people are impacted. And I think that people are attached to our obedience in our life to just just walk through it yeah. and then share what we've experienced and it brings breakthrough to other people. That means a lot to me. Wow. I, that was then, hard, you yeah. know, and then to see, just see some of the fruit of it is really sweet. It makes it, I never would want to go through it again, but you look at God meeting you yeah. in something that's really difficult. So he'll meet you. Yes, he will. He does. And he already is. Yeah. Do you want to, um, we can close like this. Would you like to pray over my people? I would love to. Alex did yeah. last week too. It was yeah. great. Okay, I good. was like, maybe this is how we're closing every time. I don't know. I love your people. <laughs> I want to meet all your people. Oh, well, they're great. I'm sure. I'm just, some of them might be my people too. Yeah, I bet they are. Honestly. I love it. Well, God, I thank you for your presence. And I just thank you that we can feel your presence, that you are a living God. We can't say that about any other gods. You are a living God and you are uh, moving on our behalf. And I just thank you for our friends today that are listening. Listening. I pray that they would feel encouraged. I pray that they'd feel surrounded by your presence. I pray that every worry and disappointment that they're experiencing, that they would just sense that you're taking care of it and that miracles are going to be on the other side of this. You're just in the middle of a storm, but you will come through this. I just speak life over you. I speak blessing over you. And I'll end with this. This is a blessing straight from scripture. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I love you. Thank you for being here. (laughs) What a treat. That was fun. We're going to go have lunch now. Let's do it. Bye guys. Okay guys, next week we wrap up our first season together. I can't believe it. We're on our 12th episode. And for my guest next week, I'm going to have my first returning guest, my husband, my love, Russell Dickerson. Last time we told you all our love story, and this time we're going to talk our life after wedding, our career, all of the things, whatever you guys want to know. So send me your messages, ask me your questions, and we can't wait to talk to y'all next week.